Welcome to another episode of the Utility Players Podcast, episode 11. I am Raymond, Elvis Escobar on Instagram. We got Nicholas Gravy Montana, as always, Ben B. Wonder, D. Fort, Danny Fort in your hearts. What's going on, guys? You're guys plugging his Instagram account. I respect I it. Do. Yeah, yeah. I do. Got an I alias. I got to protect. What's going on? So we're recording this on Monday, Monday night uh, next week. Well, uh, the boys, uh, Ben and Gravy, have uh, their softball coming up uh, on Mondays now. So we'll be recording at least on, on Tuesdays. But let's uh, let's get, get into some topics here. Uh, breaking kind of today, earlier in the afternoon, we had games being postponed, canceled, moved to other days uh, in hockey, uh, baseball, and basketball um, due to protesting and kind of unsafe, um, you know, conditions out in the streets, people um, – protesting violently sometimes and, and non-violently, but we want to jump into that. That's relevant. It's happening live right now and it, it affects, you know, sports for the week. So any, any thoughts on either the video? Um, I just seen the video actually from the, the cop cam about an hour or two ago. Um, what's your, th- what's your thoughts on it guys? Well, Is this, uh, oh, oh, go ahead. No, go for it. Go for it. I'm just, I probably will never go to Minneapolis again in my life. Um, How'd you say that? Minneapolis? Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm never going to Minnesota again in my life. Uh, I haven't seen the video yet. I do want to see it. Um, but it's just, it's getting ridiculous, man. It's, it's just, it, it's like, I, I don't even have the words for it anymore. And it, it really is a shame because, you know, obviously we think of the people affected first, um, but I also always like to get back to there are like good cops. There's actually a lot of them, but it's just like you have these assholes who kind of just dude. there's other ways to go about it. Like, you know, we have these instances where people aren't doing anything wrong. You know, you can have a conversation with someone and, you know, I don't know, gain that level of common respect for each other without having to kill somebody. And for the record, it came out earlier today that it was a um, an, uh, accidental discharge of a firearm that should thought it was supposed to be a taser. So yeah. that came out earlier. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to ask if that's what we were talking about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, about- there's a big difference between a, a taser and, and a gun. I mean, right? I, I own a gun. I've held the taser, you know, like, Usually the gun is on your dominant hand where the hand you use everything with and the taser's on the other one. So like all this quote unquote accidentally shit, I'm not buying it. You know, it's just, I mean, I got pulled over the other day and I mean, like Gravy was saying, you know, there's nice cops. She was nice. I, I told her straight up that, Hey, I have a weapon in the vehicle and she was cool with it. You know, she, of course she told me to get out and she just wanted to see what was going on. I was like, look, I get it. You're doing your job. You're looking out for your safety. That that's cool, no problem. Like, do what you got to do. Do your job. But I mean, there's some people that are just trigger happy, or maybe they had something in their life where they just are getting bullied or, or whatnot. And you know, well, before that badge you, gives them some sense of power. 100. Before you go, Ben, uh, another thing that came out on that video, if you guys didn't see, was that he was getting detained or arrested for an outstanding uh, outstanding warrant. He was getting handcuffed outside the car got back inside the car and tried to take off the video that I watched ended at the point of him getting back in the vehicle and the struggle, but them saying taser taser. And then 
the, that video ended. I'm sure there's more or if there's a more body cam, but basically the card then he got shot and the car rolled about a blocker or two forward. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, what, what's the solution, I guess? What do you yeah. think the solution is here? It's definitely not what's going on right now up there. That's not going to help anything. Yeah. And and it does affect the sports world. And obviously Kyrie taking a day off and all their athletes feeling like they didn't want to play today. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, I think the problem is a deep conversation for me. Yeah. I think yeah, it can. I believe so too. I yeah. think the problem is deeper. I've, I've already expressed before to all you guys that I can't stand when something happens and then there's like an immediate alternative reaction that's very aggressive to something without like fully thinking it through. Um, I think the solution is deeper. You know, it's a systematic one. Uh, you, I think well, I have a brother in law who's a cop and then friends who have another one that not a cop, but works for the government in a government agency. Um, <clears throat> but like training for police, I think it's like eight weeks. I mean, you get more That's training. Crazy. At, you get more training at Wells Fargo in some cases. Hundred percent. You know, and I don't think people taking it account like their job is difficult. Like you're dealing with the worst stuff from the day from the moment you log in to the moment you show up. You're dealing with the worst stuff all the time. So then yep. I think that beats them in their head too, and it starts to get a negative. It carries a negative effect on them. mental but, health. Should be checked on with the, that. Yeah, there's some programs really that constantly are pushing through them. Like, hey, how you doing? Just solve this terrible situation. Are you doing all right? You know, they just throw them back out into the fire. And then I also think it, the being a police officer has turned into it's an outlet for people like that, unfortunately, who maybe were bullied yeah. as a kid. Um, yeah. And this is their way to get back at whoever it may be because they have that in them. There should be way more rigor going into if you're going to be a police officer and like background checks to try to understand who these people are before you're going to send them out here and try to save others um, it's unfortunate i don't yeah. personally think it gets any better anytime soon I, I just don't see it yep i agree and i think you're right the discussion needs to go a little deeper um there are obviously things that need to be implemented that unfortunately won't happen overnight although we'd like to see it um but man, I just, you know, I feel bad for everybody. So uh, yeah, I think we'll leave it at yeah. that. I know the <clears throat> Red Sox twins game got postponed. The Timberwolves, I don't know who they were playing, but that Nets. game got postponed. Okay. Nets. Um, and I know the wilds game got postponed as well. So just, I think they have a curfew in effect and for the potential okay. um, thing of rioting or whatever. That why? I didn't know if they postponed yeah. the players or just like, Hey, we're not going to play tonight. Well, the, well, that, yes, but I'm saying also as well as the curfew. But, you know, I'm sure the players had a big, big say in that as well because we know the stand that the NBA took, you know, when things um, started to, to happen a few months ago. So I'm, I'm interested to see what will happen next because you see these players did that and, um, you, you know, change, change did happen, uh, not at the level that we'd like to see it yet. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's still continuing to happen. So we'll see. Where was the other one at? What, wasn't there another one? 
for yeah. the military guy. Or when they when they maced him, yeah. bro. They, that, they that fired that guy me. today. Yeah, he got the video, fired. The video that pissed me off so much. Crazy. Yeah, that happened yeah. in December of, of the end of last year. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't understand. Like, I mean, even if he's not wearing a military uniform, it doesn't it doesn't matter what the 100%. person's wearing. It does that it goes beyond that. But like how do you talk to, you know, someone who is is fighting for our country? How do you talk to them like that? How do you treat them that kind of way? Like, he maced them in the face, and then he's like, get out the car, take your seatbelt off. All right, bro, I got all this fucking shit that you just sprayed in my face, bro. Like, I, I can't do anything right now. I can't even function. How do you expect me to do all this shit, bro? And then, yeah. like, the other guy, he's kind of like, the other cop was, like, figuring out what he should do if it was the right thing, if he should tell the other cop to calm down. Like, he's just in the middle of it, so, like, I mean, like we were talking in the group chat, like Gravy said, he's just as at fault for not standing up or not saying anything in that specific in that specific time. Yeah. If you're in that position, you can't see that happen happening in front of your face and not step in. I don't care if he's your like if he's your one up or whatever, bro. Like you could see in his face, he's like, This isn't right. Right. Bro, you're right there and you're probably the best chance this guy has from facing a situation that others have unfortunately faced already yeah and i mean and the dude was like yo i'm afraid to like get out and the cops like yeah you should be dog come on bro yeah when he said that i I was like like yeah this is going not well already and it and it seems like the other officer was was the spanish guy because his last name was like gutierrez or something like that so like i mean you're a minority in this country as well bro like i don't know what you got going on up there like you don't, you don't talk to anybody that kind of way, bro. That's just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, 1,000%. I mean, we wanted to bring it up, like I said, because it's yeah. it's happening now. It's it's in the our everyday lives. Uh, you know, friends and family always talk about it, and obviously it has to do tie into the sports world. But not to get too down or, or not to have that mood, but something that also happened within uh, right hey, after. Hey, uh, we were- hey Ray. I do, I do have our guest oh, okay. in, in the Perfect. lobby. Yeah, he's yeah, here. Let's get Plug it. him in. So, thank you winner, for coming off at of that exact yes. moment. So I can <laughs> the winner of the first annual Utility Players Podcast NCAA Tournament Bracket Challenge. Also, another former, or not former, but another bald guy, future, future <laughs> brother-in-law. So I'm glad he's okay, bald. Yeah. We can, yeah. Let's see. We should have a little intro music. I know, right? <laughs> Yo, what's up, fellas? Hey. What's up, man? <laughs> Nate. Dang, how do I get a background like Fort? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? You, you got to go to Vegas. That's the Venetian. I'll be there next week. <laughs> oh, man, I love that place. <laughs> oh, yo, I stayed at the Venetian when I went to Vegas. Bro, like, I want to go back. Every day, I'm like, yo, I... I that's what I that's what I go to work for. I'm like, all right, this I gotta sell this much to save up to go to Vegas again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nate, what are you going to Vegas for? Uh work. Oh. Just a work seminar for two days. So yeah. Boring <laughs> stuff. They're, they're sticking us at some resort that's like five miles south of the strip. I'm not even gonna get close. So oh, well the damn. Venetian too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what it is. But no, I love that background. I was a little nervous. I had uh I had the Ben and Gravy's wife back here. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey. Look at that. Oh, nice. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I'm coming to, you, coming to you live from my, my high school bedroom. 
that's great. Hold on. Please tell me you don't call this guy gravy. Sometimes. No. You do? <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, wow. I didn't know I anybody know. outside of Florida or New York called him. Called him I did. We, we had some alcohol in us the other weekend. And it nice. Oh, out yes. A couple times, but oh, nice. Yeah. During that UCLA game, we got a little fired up, and I, <laughs> yeah. a, a couple of fuck you gravies came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I know. I, I felt so bad. Jalen sucks at that shot, and I was just like running around the house like three times, and I ran outside him, and he's like, the kid's fucking sleeping. And I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> but hey, it was my uh, natural reaction to that shot. So, yeah. Nate, I did let the people know you kicked all of our asses in the first annual bracket challenge. That's so just research, can, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, let us – yeah, go ahead, Ben. What led you into picking Baylor? Take us through your thought process so next year we all can maybe pick a winner. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, to warn you guys, I, I had a lot of free time to research this after my kids go to sleep, so that's nice. helpful. Uh, and I was a little – because I, I had a feeling you were going to ask me that question. I was nervous because I was like, what do I say? So I got a bunch of young guys who know all about sports, and I'm just the, the old married guy that came in. But then I remembered, I was like, oh, wait, Ben's like 48 years old. So I'm not. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, 35 looking like 25. There it is. Sure. Uh, no, I just, I knew Gonzaga was overhyped, uh, undefeated. They play in the, the WCC. They're not going to get anything done. Uh, my Tar Heels were not going to make any sort of run. Ooh, Tar Heels, another one. Nice. You this, guy a Duke, this guy has a Duke shirt on. I just want you to know that. I know he does. The, dis- the disrespect on this show. He, he had, did it on purpose. <laughs> I, he did it because I was coming on. We had, <laughs> we've had years of conversation. Uh, I knew they weren't going to make a run, so then it was just some research and just went down to, hey, Baylor lost two games, uh, which were right in the middle of COVID, so that's debatable. So they could have been undefeated. Um, and I don't know. They, they rebound better than anybody else in the country, and uh, – I think it was like 75 or 78% of their points come off assists. So it's just those intangibles that I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with them because yeah. I hate Kansas and I hate all those other teams that everybody seems to love. So it's funny when uh, you say all that about how you picked your uh, tournament team and it, it really does show the difference between how you did it and how I did it and my result and your result. I was dead last and you were first and I took 30 seconds to probably fill out my bracket. <laughs> so. Uh, noted for next year for sure well get on the espn app they always kind of give you the rundown like four days like right after brackets come out on sunday like tuesday i can't think of the writer on espn that comes out and he like breaks down every single game and there'll be like three other writers that comment as well uh and pretty much everyone said the same thing like baylor's gonna be the sleeper don't don't count them out but then they Mm. said that about like four other teams and i was like you know what they've (laughs) lost two games uh i don't remember how many games they missed because of covid yeah. I mean, their, their record is drastically different than a lot of other teams in the conference. But mm-hmm. uh, when I'm, I think they're starting five are all NBA prospects. So why not? Smart. Smart man. Yeah. Do you want to sometimes uh, would you like to plug your business in here? Would you like to let people know? I do have. A, I mean, I, I have another question for Nate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no? oh boy. Go, Go for it. <laughs> Actually, it's two questions. Family family members will watch this. So, like, like yeah. before we, Nate, we started this. Nate, you should, <laughs> uh, as uh, your 
Looking at your future brother-in-law over there. Oh boy. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> I, I, my question isn't about him though. Let's talk about his future wife, your sister. You should tell us an exclusive on here, a funny story about Mindy. I like oh, this. God. I like this. Oh, I don't know. Cause then I have to also be careful about my wife who Mandy and my wife were friends before I was ever with my wife. Uh, yeah. They grew up together. So uh, you caught me off guard there because okay. the first picture that pops in my head is them getting in a drastic cat fight after the bar one night. Oh, oh and like dude, literally love to holding, holding each other's <laughs> hair, but I'm not going to say anything else. Cause that'll get me in trouble. Yeah. I already probably, I'm already probably in trouble. Just yeah. Right. I'm oh, going up there and this is done. Pivot, pivot. Yeah. My line yeah. with that is. Let me think of that. I'll, 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 I'll come back. I'll think of something in like ten minutes, and I'll come back and answer that one. What was your other one? My other one was going to be tell us your first impressions of Nick. Honestly. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I'm a proper gentleman. He you is. are. Hey. Yeah. He's lu- he's lucky. I worked with a lot of Italians at Wells Fargo back in the day. So <laughs> he's Italian. Why did this turn yeah. into me? What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> That's fine. Uh, quieter than uh, other people. Mandy has dated before. Mandy, I don't know if you guys know. Obviously, Ben does, but uh, I don't know if you guys have met Mandy. But she's very outspoken. She's like our mother. Um, and so usually guys that she's with her and kind of in that same, you know, ballpark. Uh, but Nick was quiet and reserved and, and the perfect balance, uh, the yin and the yang. And I don't know which is the yin or the yang, but uh, I'm, the, I'm the better yeah. one, whichever the better one is. That's yeah. Me. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoever's the quiet, calm, uh, keeps everything even keel. That's, that's certainly Nick. So I, she I needs that. That's, uh, that sounds like good. So a future wedding speech there, you know. I almost yeah, good. Yeah, save the material. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real. Real. just play this episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now my speech just cut in. <laughs> yeah. Start with it's, the it's start, with, start with the cat fight part. It's probably more. <laughs> ge- it's probably more genuine too. So there you go. You didn't have to think yeah, about it. That's true. That's true. I do, I do want to snitch on myself. Mandy and I did just drive by your house and possibly throw some large boxes into your garbage can that is the size of the block. The camper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doing a bit of a remodel to our house, which is hence why I'm back in my mom's house in my old, in my old bedroom. Uh, (laughs) Ray Fort, he doesn't live in his old house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm a financial advisor in my old bedroom at my mom's house. Please buy stuff. <laughs> Please give me all yeah, your money. That's how you save some money. <laughs> save all your money. Don't yeah. spend it. What yeah. an example. <laughs> He's a real family guy. He's a real family man. So that should go into his credibility. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> I had a meeting with a client the other day that right as I turned it on, I had this background and She's like, "Oh, you have a couch in your office," and I'm like, "I'm not in my office." <laughs> it, it does. It does give off. It's a, like, a black couch vibe. too. <laughs> it does give off an office vibe. I didn't think you were in a bedroom. Well, I'd rather give off an office vibe than like a casting couch vibe. <laughs> <laughs> only only half the people will get that. <laughs> yeah, for as, as long as you four do, that's all. I'm yeah, that's true. Uh, anything else, guys? I want what to know. Uh, I mean, I know some things, but I'll, I'll ask anyway, just so 
people listening will know uh favorite favorite sports teams oh boy uh, annoyingly midwest other than the tar heels uh mm-hmm. i've been a K- kansas city chiefs fan my whole life so when i hear people call them, call me a bandwagon fan i can show them a picture <laughs> from third grade in my rich gannon jersey uh, oh, again playing against brett Favre. uh uh-huh. yeah so i was i was at the game when brett Favre uh historically went like seven for 35 passing yeah I was all excited to go see him play, and then he just played that garbage. <laughs> uh, grew up a Lakers fan as well. Big Kobe fan, Uh-oh. so shout out yeah, to him. You definitely seemed like, a, if you didn't tell us before, I would think, wow, you just started watching sports yesterday. Yeah, no. Big, <laughs> big Kobe fan. Uh, again, I think I'm bad luck. The one time I saw Kobe play in person, I went out to Chicago, and they played the Bulls. This would have been like 2007. Uh, and he went like three for 19 from the floor and had like <laughs> seven points. It's like the one of the three times in his career he had single digit points. I was like, I'm done watching sports live. Oh my like, god! Yeah, I'm bad yeah. luck. Uh, but yeah, Chiefs, Lakers. I don't really follow baseball. I know it's gonna bother you guys. You're a Mets fan. Like, it's okay. I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you pick a team today, you know there's 29 others you could pick. From. Yeah, for listen. sure. That's the first Slow thing Manny and I do every morning is I, we do a rundown of her favorite sports teams. I'm like, favorite football team. She's like, Giants? I'm like, now you're learning. There you go. <laughs> Good job. Now That's you're funny. learning. <laughs> Battle of nice. Love it. I have become a Phoenix oh. Suns fan. I was going to ask you guys what you think about the Phoenix Suns. I've, oh, so, uh, you guys, for I'm yeah, you. I know. Ben and Nick knew I lived in Arizona for, for a hot minute back in like 2016, 2017, went to a couple games, enjoyed it. Um, and, and so I've just been following ever since Booker came on, you know, watching yeah. them, but uh, second in the West. So I was going to ask you guys, you, don't, you guys don't talk about the NBA as much as, I mean, I would like, maybe that will change after this, <laughs> this area, there but there we go. Oh, I was definitely my, going to, my feedback. I like it. You, I yeah, just going just to some constructive, because... constructive feedback. When I think of the Phoenix Suns, I think about this podcast maybe two or three weeks ago when I said that Chris Paul was like in the MVP discussion and the rest of these guys looked at me like I was crazy. You know what? Second in the – no, I'm not crazy. They're second in the West, and he is the reason. I feel like every time Chris Paul goes to another team, they just get better. Yeah, they saw that that tweet. Yeah, I saw that tweet. Like he just needs to bounce around from – team to team and just yeah, help them out they get better, but they're not gonna they don't get better in terms of they're gonna win anything chris paul's not winning you a championship he's not Ooh, ooh. uh <sighs> i mean definite however are you again chris paul not we chris paul's not winning you a championship i mean it was do i think the phoenix suns are gonna win a championship time. do i think they will no no i but, do you think i think that they're gonna win a championship no no but he's in the mvp discussion well, Nate's doing a great job of picking teams that have won in the last couple of years. So obviously yeah. he's got to know something with the Suns that he's not letting us know. Well, I, I don't know about them winning. I don't think they'll win the championship, but no. the definition of MVP is most valuable player. And I don't think yeah. it's, I mean, like you said, every team he goes on, he, the Suns wouldn't be anything if he didn't cut. So most valuable player for the Suns. Yes. Uh, in the league. I mean, he's certainly top three. Yeah, I don't think he's in the league. I think he's, I think he's top five right now. I'd say top five. I agree with that. Then let's let's do it again. Who's who's your MVP right now? I want to hear it right now. If he's it's, it's, damn, it changes Jokic. every week. 
Jokic is still. It's got to be. They're definitely one two for me. It kind of goes back and forth. Um, if Harden doesn't come back soon, I would say Jokic. Well, there you but go. If you Harden comes back and he provides that stableness <laughs> to the Nets, and maybe Kyrie will run out of PTO days, so he'll have to play. Yeah, that dude gets um, more PTO than. Yeah, than do. Ooh, man. So uh, <laughs> it, I would probably have to go back to Harden, but definitely Harden and Jokic. Um, trying to think who would I have ahead of and B just came back, so maybe Lillard. Overtake yeah. first place and stuff. Lillard got to be up there too. Lillard, Lillard's in yeah. my top three. He's scary. yeah, just what he's what he's done without McCullum was out for a while. Um, Nurkic just got back. He was out for a while too. I mean, and he's kept them afloat, you know. So, and also, I got him top three. Also, I know we kind of chatted about this last night a bit, but and he's not in the MVP discussion. He shouldn't be, but the numbers and what Zion is doing. Unbelievable is unbelievable. Yeah, I, mean, this, I agree. I think he is, and he's not him, but he, I think, is going to be a Shaq like player. Yeah, he's he's unguardable. Yeah, he's a modern day modern day version of Shaq, hundred percent. Can't guard him. You, like you said, you, for he's unguardable. You can't guard him. I don't understand. He he always has that hop. He always has, but he always looks like he's injured. <laughs> You know, yeah, he, arcs, yeah. he like he, oh, he just tweaked an ankle or something, and then you know he does what he had like last night. Was it thirty-eight? Yeah, like twenty-five in the first half or something. Zion, nice. can't wait for him to get out of New Orleans because he. I'll say play. that's <laughs> that's not injury. That's just the Louisiana strut. He's got to kind of have that. <laughs> that the only thing I need Zion to do is land on two feet. Yeah, he and not land on one about foot. His, yeah, his legs, man. He. Hopefully his legs aren't made out of sand or glass later in life, but it doesn't. He doesn't. Because... He doesn't jump or I mean, land. He blew crazy. out a shoe. <laughs> like he did it again with the Nets, but it didn't explode. I think or something like that. He... What did he blow his shoe up against? It was a UNC. Duke. Uh, I think it was a. Duke. Was it UNC? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, UNC. yeah. yeah. That was that the game, uh, game Obama was at. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Ben's I getting them. it for wearing, wearing the Duke shirt. That's what you get for not they making suck. it. But hey, to ra- round out my top five, is Scalabrini still in it? Always. White Mamba? Yeah, we're keeping him in the discussion. He, right? I, I'm a Nets fan, and I'm a New Jersey Nets fan first and foremost. And that guy, he went to Boston right after us. Uh, we went to the two finals, then he goes to Boston, goes to the – every team he was on, uh, Chicago Bulls. He was on yep, for a He was on the Bulls for seven minutes. Yep. He, he is an instant fan favorite because this guy just comes into the game and he's giving you 10 minutes. I don't want to sound sexual. The best 10 <laughs> minutes of your life. Yeah. And, and fans love it. I mean, there was a video of him recently playing some dude. Yes. Yeah, one on one. one. Yeah. <laughs> he he busting just, his, his ass. <laughs> Killing him, bro. He beats him 11 to nothing, right? Yeah, he beats that kid eleven nothing, and they bet their shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool. Because Scalabrini, the kid was like, "I got you." And he's like, "All right." I like what he says to him. He's like, "What do you want to play to?" He was like, "Until my fat ass wears out." Yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show you, anybody in the NBA will just—they're the best players in college and yep. high school. Yeah. Like it don't matter who, if they're the twelfth man in the rotation; they're busting anybody's ass. <laughs> the moment. The moment in my life, I'll never forget this, that I realized that NBA players are a step above anything you've ever seen 
is I went to a Bulls game when Ben Wallace was on the Bulls. And I went like pregame shoot around. And he made like 18 threes in a row. What? Ben, ben Wallace. Yeah, ben yeah. Wallace? Yeah. I got, I, I got a similar story ben like that too. Wallace. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and then when I saw that, I was like, and then I started paying attention <laughs> to everybody. And I was like, wait a minute. They're all making These guys shit. are really good. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know, that's when it hit for me. Yeah, when I was working for the Nets, I was watching pregame and the Heat were in town. It was that game they did where they all wore their nicknames, uh, nicknames on their jerseys. Yep. Mm. And Birdman was just draining threes pregame. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, what is this? Probably de- definitely <laughs> has like five attempts all time, probably. Yeah, and he's just he probably hit like 10, 11 in a row. Yeah. And I was like, damn. But it's a, it's a lot different when you're – like in when game. I was training in high school – my trainer would make me run, like get tired and then shoot yeah. just to kind of have that muscle memory of like being tired and uh, kind of running back and playing yeah. and then having to shoot that shot. So I guess it's different in that sense. But yeah, I think I went, anybody that's in the NBA is going to yeah. bust your ass one-on-one. I went to a heat game a few years back, uh, the game where Whiteside and Alex Lynn both got tossed out because they started fighting and <laughs> pregame PJ Tucker was taking jump shots and he had missed like three or four in a row. And I'm just screaming. I'm like, yo, PJ, you washed, you washed. <laughs> and like, he looked back and I don't know if he looked back at me, but he looked back and he proceeded to make like 23 in a row. I was like, <laughs> all right, bro. Like, <laughs> you made your point. You're good. <laughs> like, I got you. <laughs> when, you're, nuts. When, when you're good enough that you can shoot to purposely miss just to see how your ball comes off the rim for rebounding purposes. Yeah. That's when you know you're good. Yeah. It's, yeah. Damn, that's a good excuse. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? This seems like a good segue. Oh, boy. Um, segue. Yeah. Into our very first inaugural Ooh. What Be Wonders. I, like <laughs> I, texted, I, I texted Ben on a Thursday night at Trivia Drunk, and I was just like, I need to text Ben solo. So we were just talking for like a good 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah. I love it. And... Uh, and I, I'm ready. There is something I'm wondering really deeply. Um, oh, boy. I'm kind of nervous with this. Yeah. Strap in. This was not our, planned. Our not really planned. Explanations. But so to get into it, this is what I'm wondering. My wife and I, Emily and I, we like to go on walks, take our dog for a walk. And I've noticed something, <laughs> not just since we've been taking our dog for a walk or taking these walks, but I've noticed it my entire fucking life. When you're walking, and I know everybody sees this, you're walking around in a neighborhood, you're looking at the houses, you're walking your dog, you're saying hey to everybody. And I still, to this day, cannot understand or even fathom the reason for doing this, but I can't stand when people put a basketball hoop on their driveway, which is fucking slanted. It's slanted. When have you ever played basketball on a slanted court, ever? Why do people do this? Seriously, walk down any neighborhood, the street, and I swear six out of the 10 houses have basketball hoops and they're on slanted driveways. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Let's There's get some no clarification. Wonder, it's no wonder that Chad and Jim never make it on the basketball team because they're Chad shooting slanted trees all day. It's ridiculous. Have you ever seen an ESPN 33 for 30 when they're talking about a legendary oh NBA basketball player and they're going to the neighborhood oh where he grew up and he used to play 
And he's like, hey, there's the hoop, you, hoop I used to play in. It's not on a slanted court. <laughs> it might not have a chain or, I mean, a net. And it might, chain have, net. might have a hoop, but it's on flat ground. That's true. That's step oh, number man. one at any ghetto court is at least it's flat ground. Yeah, with or the just hoop put it like on the, the garage or something. I was so just saying, yeah, for, you, that was my question. Guys, Clarify, is it a hoop on the side of the driveway? So if, if I'm looking down the driveway at the garage door, yeah. Are you I'm talking, about to get Ben going right now. Are, are you talking like hoop above the garage? Or are we talking like hoop over here on the side of yeah. the house? Because either way, it's slanted. Yeah, we're live. I have a question. So I'll, I'll illustrate for you. And uh, I'll illustrate for you. <laughs> ben, Ben, real quick, before you start. I'm sorry. I just want you to see this. Look at look. Gravy is now Ch showing. Chico, Chico, show your driveway. Show your driveway. A FaceTime face of a basketball hoop. Ramon. <laughs> He's about Ramon. to watch out. Yo. Ben, Ben's ranting about people who have basketball hoops on slanted driveways. <laughs> Ramon. Live on the podcast. He can't hear you because of my AirPods. <laughs> he has. We'll talk about this at softball. So it's that. If you can see it. Yeah. Ben, is, ben is now showing an illustration of a basketball hoop that? on a slanted surface. Driveway goes down. Nice, like, nice drawing, by the way. I'll tell you what. I'll call you after. Because it would roll down the driveway. Yeah. Bro, every time. When the first time I went to you know his house. Because I, I played him. They put the ball on the grass. That so person that's going to play on that. That person that's gonna play on that court is gonna have a lot of like strong legs because they're always going uphill just right. to play. So could be a benefit. No, it's where's good. The, you gotta look competitive it. advantage being on the high side shooting down or on the low side shooting up. Go. Where's that's, the advantage? The, the competitive advantage is surface. being excellent at baseline jump shots. That's true. The competitive advantage is being excellent at baseline jump shots. I guarantee you right now. <laughs> I guarantee you right now, if you took a poll of all the NBA players on did they grow up playing on a slanted driveway, it'd be less than 3%. No way. Nick. <laughs> I <laughs> bet you that they played on worse in worse conditions. They could, yeah. Worse circumstances. Yeah. They could have played in a tornado, but it was on a flat <laughs> hey, Bam Adebayo played on dirt, barefoot. Yeah, flat dirt. Flat dirt. Flat dirt. <laughs> Flat dirt. <laughs> Wasn't playing on hills. Oh my god, that is great. Flat dirt. Yeah, I asked Ramon, and I was like, "Do you just have to go get your basketball every single time it goes that yes. way?" Yeah. You know, my dad tried to do this to us when we grew up. He was, you know, tried to. We went to Walmart, bought one of those basketball hoops that you at the bottom had to put sand in or sand water. or water. Yeah. And then bring it up there and it was like, hey, I got a basketball hoop. And I'm like, for what? Where are we going to put it? In the grass? Are we going to put it in the neighbor's house across the street? Our driveway slanted. And unless your little troll self is going to get up there and shoot, I'm not, self. I'm not chasing the ball in the street every single time. You've now put me at a disadvantage where I might get hit by a car because I have to chase the damn ball because none of us are also hitting any baskets either because it's slanted. Jesus. You need one of those things that hang on the rim that brings the ball back every time you shoot. <laughs> if you do that, it's on a slanted driveway, so it's just going to slingshot it off into the street every time you do it. It makes oh. no sense. And oh, and man. by the way, when have you ever been walking down the street and seen somebody actually playing basketball on that slanted one? 
You might see a little kid doing it for a second, but then you'll see him if you stop and pay attention to him for five minutes, he'll eventually be like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm going to sit in my car. Go inside and play video backyard. games. I'm going to throw a football because at least we have flat ground to throw a football. I don't know. Hold up your picture again. Huh? Hold up your picture again. A drawing. Put that on the liver. And that was... And that was the first uh, inaugural uh, debut of yeah. <laughs> the debut. What, what be wonders? That is literally, literally Ramon's driveway. <laughs> Ben's just mad because he had such like like a, a false confidence when he would go on the high side and dunk it, but then he couldn't do it on the low side. And he just thought he could dunk, and then he got all pissed. He's like, "Slaying a driveway? I'm gonna bitch about this on a podcast in ten years." Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Hey, they got me there. That's really yeah. Funny. About dunking. I haven't touched a backboard in 12 years. <laughs> dunking. Uh, that's how you get hurt. Look what happened to Oladipo. Do you guys know who Tom Segura is? Yeah. 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 The video of him trying to dunk. Have you seen yeah, but it? It, isn't it on like an eight foot hoop? Yeah, they, him and that Burke guy had like a, a dunk contest. They started at eight feet and they went up to nine feet and he got nine. And then the, I guess the producers, I just like watched an interview of the show, were like, let's keep going. And they raised it to three more inches and he went to go dunk. And as he leaps up, he uh, tears apart the tendons in his knee and he falls back down, then uh, shatters his femur and then oh, falls and oh hits his God. elbow and like rips his shoulder and- uh, What? And then we yeah. see the video of his arm and his arm is like the other way. Ugh. <laughs> it's crazy. He yeah, did fuck that? all that. Yeah. Oh. To be fair, isn't he like 43 mm-hmm. and like 260 pounds yeah. unathletic? Yeah. Not an athletic guy trying to do that. Yeah. Came down. I hard. feel like I'm 43 right now. Nice. Just, you know, and a long way to go. From golf. That. Yeah, how'd bad. that go on Sunday? Terrible. Well, Ben lasted nine holes. <laughs> It was, it, was, it was rough. It was rough in the morning. I couldn't feel my fingers anymore, and I'm sorry. I'm like, I like golf, and I like playing, and I want to play, but I don't want to be miserable. Like, I'm already not the best, and I want to get play. better, but I don't want to have to try to get better when I can't feel my fingers. I can imagine I, Iowa in the morning would be very cold, obviously, uh, like most places, but why wouldn't you guys golf in the middle of the day, or that's the only time you could, because – it would warm up throughout the day, I would imagine. And with the hoop. <laughs> That's the last time you touched the a hoop, uh, a rim. Yeah. Shout out to my boy, Zoe. Took off on him when he was oh, looking. Oh, no. Look, it's not on a slanted driveway. <laughs> That's, actually that... Dwayne... That's actually Dwayne Bowe's Dwayne house. Bowe's. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say. But no, golf, it, it was, Ray, it was originally supposed to be really nice on Sunday. And so we made a tea time in the morning. Um so you play 18 and then, you know, it's Sunday. So everybody has their stuff to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it changed and it was like 38, 40 degrees. And it was Whoa. so windy. It was brutal. Yeah. And so yeah, I think eighth, eighth nine hole. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Golf's not fun <laughs> if it's cold because it's, it's open air. So just wind is going and that's, it sounds horrible. Hey, I had a hell of a front nine. <laughs> Unless you bring a 40 and a flask with you. If you didn't have that, then you're fucked. Yeah, had a pop tart and some water. Yeah, see, no, you gotta you gotta crack a beer. You gotta crack a beer at eight fifty nine. If that's if that's the weather, I'm drunk by nine oh one. 
Yep. Well, hey, my goal was to shoot under 100 since it was my first time playing in six months. And? Shot a 101. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nick, Nick hit some nice shots. He did. Yeah. Some real nice shots. It all fell apart, like, whole 15, 16. I was starting to get tired. That's it took about us it. about – it took us, like, five hours to play 18 – Partly, yeah, that's partly only. because Ramon sucks at golf and he needs to take seventy-two practice swings. I love the guy. I love him like a brother. I'd punch somebody in the throat for him. Yeah, but he got the waggle. Like, he waggles. Yeah, yeah. He's like doing like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. It's funny. It's a it's a good time. But uh, I was getting pretty tired by the end. So last four or five holes, very shitty. I have a, a funny story. I golfed against a guy in college. I can't remember what college he was at. Uh, that he told me before we started, he took a couple practice swings and I maybe by the second hole, I gave him a hard time uh, for taking so long to start. And he told me that he idolizes Michael Jordan. So he is sure to take 23 seconds before every single shot. Oh boy. Wow. That was, at least he told me early on. So then by, yeah. you know, I, I didn't get pissed the entire round, but. He did. I mean, he beat me, so I can't really get upset. But do you think that was the mental? That was part of his mental game because that Maybe. would drive me nuts. I mean, like hit the ball now. Ninety yeah. percent mental. That's what golf is. I Probably. Think. Yeah. Well, I think he figured out after a couple of holes. Like I'm the guy. I'll kind of stand behind the ball for three, four seconds, kind of visualize the shot, walk up, kind of get my hips right, and then I swing. Like I just don't really take any practice swings. And I think he figured out like, okay, this guy plays quick. I'm gonna slow him down. I'll make up some bullshit about Michael Jordan and I'll, I'll beat him by six strokes. You, okay. you, uh, he starts losing. He changes it to like 45, like, Nope, back, back to back MJ. Now yeah. <laughs> Nick knows me when I go off. I don't, I mostly don't take any practice things. I walk up there and I just hit it. Yeah. <laughs> it probably shows, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you know it's going to be a bad shot, why waste your time? Right. I just need to, I need to clip the grass like twice with my iron on a practice swing and then I'm like, all right, like I, if I can do it two times in a row, I'm good. I mean, but I don't think, I don't know, Ben. Do I t do I take a long time? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I feel like. No, no, not 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 any longer than like some people take. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do we do we do we lead that into a, another topic just so we could talk about some other things? Masters recap: Matsuzama yeah. winning for Japan. Obviously, in this today's climate with. You know, Asian hate. That was I thought that was a monumental, not only in the golf world, but in life in general. Like having that guy yep. on that stage for and that when you win the masters, you're on st that stage for a year. Until the next masters, you are talked about, you are your game and your notoriety is is elevated. So if I thought that was pretty cool. What did I you, do? Oh, go ahead, Ben. No, I'm just gonna say um both the guys that I picked to to win, not even a chance. So <laughs> That's why I like I watched it, a lot of it, not much of it. Um, yeah, it was good to good to see people back there, to see some competition. I think. What is golf going to do when Tiger doesn't play anymore? Yeah. They're going to need some. Yeah, you're seeing it. Yep. Yeah. 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 Even if he, even if he's like not playing well, and he's but he's there, you know. Um, that golf needs another Tiger-like character. I think that person, it's, I'm not relating him to Tiger, but I know when he wins and he does well, people buzz about golf. Well, people who watch is Jordan Spieth. When he won last week, um, people were hyped. They were like, he's back. He could go get a lot. 
Yeah, and that and and he didn't have a good uh, weekend. No, or, finished or third. Low. Yeah, he did he? Third. Oh yeah, my bad. I'm thinking. Third. I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of Rory for some no, reason. Rory, think, yeah. Uh, our, our three like top picks. I think me, you, Ben, and Fort Fort took Mickelson. Those guys didn't even make the cut. I <laughs> I took Spieth as my second pick. Uh, I'll claim that. Uh, just because he did one, he did win that previous week. I was one of those people who were like, he's definitely yeah. Brooks, next week. Brooks didn't have it. No, understandably. Uh, he yeah. Phil made the cut. I had Bubba. He made he made the cut. Mm-hmm. But that was a. Uh, I was aesthetic. surprised by that pick last week, Ray. I heard that you're all about I, Bubba. It's like I like Bubba. I think I don't know if you guys follow him on social media, but he is the most. He has the most personality out of any golfer. Mm-hmm. I would pay. I would pay a lot of money if I had to golf with one person other than like Tiger. Actually, I wouldn't want to golf with Tiger. I just wouldn't speak the whole time. No. But Bubba seems so cool and fun and he enjoys the game. He makes watching him and talking about it. So that's why I fuck with Bubba. And he's a lefty. He's just awkward. Everything he does, he's not afraid to take chances on the course. That's why I love yep. him. Well, I was about <clears throat> one thing when I was watching and I kept thinking of what do you think you guys would have shot on that course? 132. 102. <laughs> Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, bet if, I, could, I could break 100, I think. I could break 100 on Only that. because the conditions are perfect. So, like, at the end of the day, if you just keep it simple, don't, yeah, don't try to – I don't to even m- use my driver, so I, I keep that, it simple already. That's what I mean. If you could just keep it on the fairway and just go, obviously, that's better, easier said than done. But the yeah. everything is pristine. Almost could be worse, but I feel like some of these conditions out here that I play on these golf courses are just treacherous. They're yeah. horrible. Yeah, some of those fairways look. I mean, you look at them, you're like, "How, bro, a human gonna hit it there?" Like it looks, awesome. it's amazing like, what it looks like. And then you see some of them hit shots, and you're like, "What is going on?" You see yeah. them tee off on hole 18, just that little narrow yeah. channel that they have. And like, I'm sitting on the couch doing nothing with a beer, and my butt puckers up a little bit as they get ready to hit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! But then that yellow line, you know, the shot tracer line goes right down, right where it should. Yeah. And you're like, "All right, that's." That's why this guy's gonna win a million bucks. That makes sense. Butt yeah. pucker. I'm using that tomorrow. Butt pucker. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, no, to answer your question though, Ray, I th- I think it's big for uh, <clears throat> Japanese golf, which I don't know if you guys, if you're watching as closely as I would, and, and I love Nick Faldo, so anything that he says, you know, I just listen to it. He knows everything about everything about golf. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking about how he used to play on the Japanese tour back in the '80s, and how people in Japan just. They love all sports in general, but golf, they just go nuts for. And yep. so Hideki over there is like Tiger Woods here. Yeah, like awesome. He just, he just it is, you know, the pinnacle. And so see him win. I thought that was cool. Actually, the week before they had the women's amateur at the Masters, which was the first time that a 72 hole um, tournament was a female tournament was played at the Masters and a Japanese girl won that too. So two Japanese winners, you know, two weeks in a row. I thought that was really cool. And like you yeah. said, the, the timing of our culture, that's, I think it's awesome. It's, it's a storyline that because Tiger's not there, that storyline actually gets heard. Yes. Yeah. So, I think it's cool. Agreed. The Japanese Agreed. thing though is legit because uh, <clears throat> I worked at Banker, they, you know, it's in Ames. Yep. And when I was in college there and like the Japanese culture of Ames, golfing, they were, they would be out there from morning to night like legit just non-stop they play the course and they would stop take a break and then they would go back around mm-hmm. they just play from morning to night yeah no i think that was a dope scene when his caddy kind of oh, took a bow yes. that's a 
to, to the course. That was a great scene. And I did hear that after they asked him who he looked up to kind of sports wise, and he didn't name any golfers. He named, I think it was Otani. Uh, yep, just Otani is all that's coming. It wasn't Matsui. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I know Altani was definitely one of them, but he did. Oh, uh, you Darvish. I, I can't remember the third one, but he did name actually baseball players or That's his cool. biggest. Uh, yeah, I, I seen him important. at the airport with the Supreme duffel. You guys see that? I, I saw that. Right? I was really, like, okay. He, drape, he drapes the master's jacket over an yes. airport chair. I'm like, first off, hygiene, man. Those <laughs> yeah. airport chairs are gross. Yeah. Sure. That it, it was that, I think is. it was that same bag. I swear. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'll send you the picture. No, he looked he looked good, uh, and that's impressive. But yeah, he's just carrying that jacket around like it's just another carry on. I'm like, come on, man, that's <laughs> got a little respect for that jacket. Yeah. Forgot to go to our uh, golf expert for it, obviously. Yeah, you have anything to add on golf? I mean, I was locked in all weekend. I thought it was one of the best Masters I've ever seen. Ooh. You know, because so, it was the only. I, I'm I'm excited for next year. I think he's gonna go back to back. Oh, take. take. I like that. Keep that. Put that in the archives, please. Yeah, it's like TNT uh, on basketball when uh, Charles Barkley, somebody makes a prediction, or he got the post-it. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, going to be oh, on okay. freezing cold takes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what Jeez. else? I mean, we got so many random. I, I mean, we're, we're already 50 minutes in, and, and Nate, we appreciate you riding. I guess you'll ride with us to the end of the episode. Unless you're if you want me to, I can I can leave if you want. Hey. No, I, no, I like you. You're oh, a no. solid neutral. You're you're a plug-in. You're, All I request is I need yeah. a I need a cameo from the kids by the end. Uh, I don't. I can't promise that. Maybe Mac. I'll get I'll get Big yeah. Mac in here. Okay. Let's so. uh let's talk to let's talk about the topic I was going to talk right before Nate got on the DMX death. Obviously, last week we recorded late, so we were able to talk about it when he was in the in the uh you know in bad condition, and mm-hmm. turned out the next day he passed. Uh, that was kind of cool. I got to see people on social media, a lot more people. I always knew he was big and I always loved him for his music and what he kind of movies, cradle to the grave, all that stuff back in the day. But I didn't know that many different people that I seen on social media pouring out and, and supporting. I thought that was really cool. Like it sucks that you could, you know, we give roses or give flowers to people after they pass and we yep. don't show them that love when they're still here. Uh, but what did you guys do to, to kind of celebrate the life? That, it was uh, just week? crazy how, how many different stories you heard from so many, like you were saying, so many different people, like him dancing at an Albanian wedding or him cooking and <laughs> well, I forget, the IHOP or something in Buffalo. Like, you yeah. know, like reg- celebrities ain't doing that shit. You know, it just showed you how down to earth and humble he, he really was. Because, I mean, he experienced everything in his life that someone could possibly experience, like, as well as he was yeah and then to get to what he was you know so that just goes to show he was just a human being you know it was crazy that nine that 2000 early 2000s culture i listened to some of those uh albums that i used to listen to growing up and it kind of took me back you know it took you back to a younger age and isn't it a weird take you back though because like yeah i mean you probably not really that long yeah (laughs) Well, like ben, Ben's probably an in sync fan, so like if he goes back and listens to those albums, like no that strings really, attached. That, oh yeah, he, albums of he all gets time. all sentimental <laughs> about an old girlfriend. But like you listen to like up in here, that was like my junior year football in high school. That's what you listened to right before you went out on the field, and so like it, 
the way it takes you back is just like yeah. you think about locker room and you think about a certain play in sports. Yep. Music and yeah. smells are usually those two things that instantly you, you go into that, you know, where you were. For sure. I will say, um, I think I was in kindergarten or first grade and Joey Fatone was supposed to come to my school mm-hmm. and talk to us, sign autographs or whatever. And I didn't go to school that day and I was pissed off that I didn't get to meet Joey Fatone. Yo, I think what it was that were you in New York at the time? Yes. Yo, I used to have the most <laughs> random people. I feel like he came to our school too in Staten Island. That's so yeah. funny. I I'm swear. Sure, I mean, I'm sure he did right across he the just bridge, did a, so. He just yeah, did a pub, public school dude, world tour. Like Manhattan. New York world tour. Is he, like, from, that, is he from that area? Yeah, he's from yeah. Staten from Island Staten or Island. Jersey or something like that. Yeah, 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 so it makes sense. But it was just like we – our schools weren't near each other. I mean – in, in, in the metropolitan area, but that's funny. I never uh, went to an insane concert, but I did go to a Christina Aguilera concert. Hey, all parking lot. I'll go one of those. I'll go, to, I'll go to that right now. Mm-hmm. I went to a Destiny's Child um, concert. My first concert ever was Spice Girls. No shame, zero shame. I was front I row. Know. Beyonce hey, looked right at me before Jay Z. <laughs> before Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, right. Jay-Z. I swear you to God. Had, you had a, she a looked sweat. right at me. Ray, how old are you? I'm 31. 31. Where did you see Spice Girls at when you were growing up? Um, I was, I probably was, I want to say seven, eight, maybe six. Uh, it was Jones Beach in New Jersey. Um, yeah, it was just, I, I was friends at the time with somebody that had a, do- um, a, a younger sister. So it was more like, all right, they're going. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, at the time, whatever. But I fucked with it before, during, and after. Yeah. I, I didn't Spice even know Girls? when Spice Girls stopped. I didn't know when they stopped. Uh, like when was when did they not become a thing? I think they're still a thing. Yeah, they they have more. They, they have more relevance kind of right now with like you know Porsche. Uh, right? Is that a uh, David Beckham's Posh? Uh, posh. That Porsche. Uh, posh. By you know they're they're still relevant doing music things, but man, they 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 were like international, bro. When you want to talk about like pop culture in the late 90s early 2000s that they were i mean yeah. 90s they were huge they had a movie that movie did well yeah. all right now, now i'm fanning out so <laughs> hey, tell me what tell me what you want what you really really want i like baby that was my favorite one but anyway um oh i was like two in the 90s <laughs> yeah so let's see we got i mean let's see any any topic off the top of your head because i got a few but i want to see kind of what you guys want oh, to talk just about. just let me know uh, when i can vent yeah I'll Let's, circle back quick. Uh, you guys were talking about NBA players who are just unreal good. And right before, as I was waiting for, for Nick to let me in on ESPN, they just showed a, a pregame shot from Luca. You guys probably haven't oh, seen yeah. it yet. So this is breaking news. Uh-huh. He like kicks it, you know, volleys it a couple times with his feet, bounces off his shoulder, does a step back from like behind, like where they go into the locker room. And it's probably a, I guess a 50 foot shot. I'm guessing. I don't know up over the top, drains it, and then just kind of waddles back into the locker room. At a 45-degree angle. Yeah, it was, it was unreal. Absurd. It looks fake almost. Like, you know, like the ball was, you know, put in Photoshopped. It, he's unreal of an athlete. Yeah. But so he ask, never played on a slanted hoop. That's why. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, oh have you guys ever won a game of horse off of some crazy shot like that? Probably like in the where, pool. Like you won the game and just like that, I shouldn't have won that. That was just ridiculous. I was just want to get more soft and three pointer. I can't remember an exact moment, but I for sure have. 
They usually gotcha. go hook shot. Hook shot from like a weird angle is usually yeah. where they go to. I, I always took advantage of being left-handed and would just call it out lefty. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. before. <laughs> Nice. I'm pretty I sure don't. with Fort passing me the ball, I can make anything. So I'll have to try that <laughs> that's, out. That's a pocket pass, man. <laughs> I had I beat some friends in high school, like uh at my parents' house, there's like a cement slab in the backyard, level cement slab. that <laughs> so we had a hoop. Uh and the hoop's not there anymore now that I think about it. But I just nonchalantly threw it up. There's this tree right off the corner that sits between like my parents' deck and the slab. And I just threw it up into the tree and I said, it's going in, and it rattled around in the branches and went in. Uh, and that was probably the last time I ever played horse. I was like <laughs> senior year of high school, and I was like, I, I'm ending on that. I'm done. <laughs> Shout out Tyler Vaughn for losing that game to me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, you you always got to end on a make. Yeah, you can't leave. Yeah. You can't leave. Absolutely. <laughs> I always got to end on a make. Yep. That's just that's just sooner or later. Nate will lose to me one on one. Sooner or later, it's gonna happen. I'm not scared. I'm three inches taller. Five, five five times stronger. Like, yeah. I'm just not worried about it. <laughs> I, I'm crafty. I'm crafty. Let's jump into uh, quick uh, bet the fort picks. Um, he had a little bit of a rough one, I believe. I had, had a oh, brother, this guy bro, stinks. Six. Yeah. First, first I love, week. I, I love when you're just texting the group, like, randomly, like, Dan, they're down four. I need them to yeah, come through. Like, what the fuck I'll, is going I'll on? Just, now it's funny because, like, I have fantasy teams, but now I'll just throw that game on and just see if you win or lose. It's so funny. I got. I what night it was, but I do remember waking up in the morning and seeing "fuck gravy" and the Bucks, and I just <laughs> got on with my day. I didn't nice. even say anything to him. Uh, give us your picks for uh, for this week, and I'll post it on Instagram. <clears throat> we got we got quite a few picks this week. You know, uh, UFC this weekend, and uh, a lot of baseballs in full action, basketball. So uh, since we're doing a series with baseball. Um, we got we got the Giants and the Reds. That series starts tonight, like in, in the next few hours. So that'll go on through Wednesday. I'm taking the Giants over the Reds. The Reds fucked me losing to the Diamondbacks. So fuck the Reds. They almost um, got no hit, by the way. Shout, they only got shout two out hits. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, I'm taking the Phillies over the Mets because it's fuck the Mets. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Don't even look at me. Don't even look at me. I'm just gonna continue to ignore him. Don't even look at me. For for basketball um, tomorrow, we got uh, Portland and Boston taking Portland. Uh, even though Boston came back from like 18 last night against the Nuggets, I think they. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, they used all their energy on that, and <laughs> nice. Port- Portland lost to the Heat, so they want to come back. And get a dub. Uh, taking Brooklyn over the Sixers on Wednesday. And then uh, I got the Mavs over the Knicks on Friday. Cool. And you got a UFC pick? Yeah, I got UFC, the the main event. I'm taking uh, Whitaker over Gastelum. And that's which, the main event, right? Yeah, it shouldn't be. My, I mean, he's the favorite. But with UFC, you never know. If but, Gastelum can finally make weight for a fight. For real. <laughs> Is this their first fight together? Did, did they fight previously? I feel like those I two say yes. stick out. And I remember watching maybe them. Or I, I definitely watched them. once. You can't yeah, tell because this guy never makes, he never makes weight. So I, I don't know. <clears throat> well, we'll see. It's a, it's a, if he doesn't make weight, then we won't count that. Maybe, maybe he'll save his push. Or we'll save his money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what did you want to uh, vent about? Gravy. Sorry. Mets. <laughs> I do have I do have to rent about Mets. You but, got a few uh, minutes. Go ahead. We'll give you the floor. 
I just want people to start <laughs> respecting R.J. Barrett. Okay. Okay, R.J. Barrett. Rowan Alexander Barrett Jr. Respect mm-hmm. the guy. All right. And that's because who was not respecting him previously? ESPN, my friends, the Twitter app. Twitter and, <laughs> my friends and, and Twitter and Anthony and Anthony Edwards. Oh yeah, plays he for like a ten shade. and thirty Minnesota Timberwolves team. Okay, yeah. Who, by the way, A Rod bought. We didn't talk about that, but we, we will get to that. I, after that was going to be my next. Yep. Yes. Sir. Um. Just respect the dude, man. He's he's hooping in crunch time. Uh, he shot 0 for 8. He had a game against the Raptors New Year's Eve 0 for 8 from three. I think at that time he was shooting 18 percent from three. He's now shooting over 40. Well, he's shooting over 40% from three since then. Um, dude's been hitting knockdown shot in clutch time for us past two, three games. And he's 20 years old. I think people forget that. He's 20. Um, has he struggled? Yes. Has he been John Morant and can't remember who went before Ja? No. Zion. Zion. No. Oh, yeah, that was the draft. The Knicks were going to get everybody. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> and in free uh, agency. He's not them, but that's fine. He doesn't need to be them. Dude plays his heart out. I think he's top five or six in minutes per game or was at some point this season. Um, just give him some time. Okay? Yeah, personally, the, the, the book isn't written on him by any stretch of the imagination no. in general. Uh, it's just one of those takes that – you know, you're in the New York market. You, you're gonna. Have, it, it almost feels like the media has been nice on the actual players of the Knicks lately, just on the yeah. organization. They've been hard. So it's like one of those things where, like, sometimes a bad article about him has to be written or some yeah. shade. Just because no, he's in New York. But I'm sick of the clowns on social yeah. media. All right, if anyone has a problem, I play, play me one on one. Okay, Throw your address out there. And shut the hell up. There's veterans in the game who who believe in him. His teammates believe in him. His coaches believe in him. Steve Nash believes in him. This is Godfather. Yeah. As, yep. a, as a Duke fan, watching him when he was at Duke, that was him at Duke, too. He, you know, was R.J. Barrett lighting it up great. And then he would have those nights or those even weeks sometimes where he would struggle mightily. Yeah. But that's just because he was 18 years old at the time. Yeah. He's a kid, you know. I watched still- a lot of Duke games that year, and I, I agree with that. He's still he's twenty. Give him some time. Who's yeah. the point guard on that that roster? Trey, Trey Jones, one Trey of the Jones. twins. Yeah, I would say Trey one Jones. of them. One of them. One of them yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. got to be tough for him being, you know, going third, I guess, in that draft class, going to New York in that market. Like, there's so much mental stuff, you know, that yeah. you gotta like get accustomed to and whatnot. So he's I feel like three coaches over. already. Yeah, During exactly. COVID. He's had right. three coaches. So, I feel like he's finally Jesus. getting comfortable in the system. And, I mean, being a young player, it's, it's tough to adapt to the NBA game. And, I mean, it's fascinating. like I, like you said, the book's not written. And I think he's he's going to be a great player yeah. on the years on out. I agree. Nice. Um, let's see. We Do can we want to talk into... about anything? Let's talk about A-Rod, and then I'll, I'll talk briefly about the Mets. All right, cool. A-Rod uh, came out, what was that, Saturday or Sunday, yesterday? Um, A-Rod – and his team, obviously, there's to buy any franchise nowadays is, is billions of dollars. A-Rod doesn't have the nope. – and nowadays, you have to – I mean, you have to have it like liquid or some shit. Like, you got to have money to buy a full team, my majority owner. So, obviously, A-Rod partnered up. He'll probably put in, what, 
50, 100 million into it, but that's obviously relative still a lot. Um, yeah, and he bought the team, which is great because the Timberwolves have been a franchise for before, during, and after the Kevin Garnett uh, era that that was the last time they were really relevant and consistent, and, and they've had multiple coaches, multiple all-stars there individually and, and never kind of panned out. So hopefully we get to see a young uh, movement with, with the A-Rod uh, kind of group. And, and I mean, they, they've been playing well since D'Lo got back. Like yeah, he's a force, man. They're one of the higher-rated offenses since since he got back. Him, him and Cat uh, are a pretty good duo. Yeah, it lets just, you know Arod was looking to buy a team. Like he yeah. struck out with the the Mets, no pun intended, or pun, and then he, he bought you know the Timberwolves within a year. So he was looking to spend some money and and be a face. He's about that that bag, man. He he made a lot of money in his career, and uh, he's trying to build that reputation back, not only as a business person but as a human being. Yeah, I feel like most most like franchises or sports teams that you buy is it's a pretty solid investment. I mean, right now how everything is, I, I feel like that's a good move. And he he got the links too. That's part of the deal, like we were talking about. So oh yeah. So I'll play devil. Bit. I'll play devil's advocate as the new guy. Name a, a franchise where a a well known person came in and bought the team, and because of that person, that team then became successful. Immediately, I I thought the clippers but i i know what you mean a, a well-known person not like a billionaire but yeah. a face uh i that's that's kind of what i alluded yeah. to it yeah. just to say that a rod's gonna come in and hey he bought the team yeah. and and maybe it, who knows i mean there are players uh you know that Jeter's will... gonna try to do it exactly can you, can so you define Marlins. success for me like your yeah. version of success in that in that position uh, po- popular. So a popular person, well-known comes in and it's just like the A-Rod story comes in and, and says, okay, this person's buying the team. And maybe other players could say, Hey, I want to come play on A-Rod's team. That could be possible. There's probably NBA players out there. That like I'll come, you know, yeah. like a Jay-Z. In, in I'd Brooklyn say Jay-Z. That's yeah. why, that's why I asked. Yep. Yeah. I, and I, I have had a feeling that's where you're going. Yeah. After and I that asked was the but they, did, they didn't win a title, but they did. They were in the playoffs and, and they, I mean, being there at that time was awesome. And like just seeing Brooklyn, because I lived in Brooklyn when that all went on, was awesome. And I think maybe they changed what the Nets were at that point, because obviously the Nets were successful, but their later years in New Jersey weren't that good. So I think and that's that a instance, very unique yes. situation too. Yeah, the oh, Nets could go zero for eighty-two. I would say that's maybe unique. Magic with the with the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a good they culture change. Yeah. But I, I think to what Gravy was contesting about what success would be labeled as, I think if you haven't had consistency at the coaching level, the GM level, the fan base popularity, and then obviously wins. I think if he could do some of those, that's already better than the last regime. So I think that's how you would rate this group over the next five years. Do they resign cat long-term? Do they have a young foundation? Is that coach that's there now still there ten, five years from now? I think those are the little things from an ownership standpoint, you could look at and be like, We've had success in five years because we've had the yeah. same people with us. That got yeah. same thing with Sean Marks and Brooklyn Nets. They had three to four years of consistency. Obviously, we got rid of Kenny, but there was three to four years there that we haven't had the same coach for one and a half years prior mm-hmm. to the last ten. So stuff like that. When you're building, man, it's 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 really tough to build a a, a franchise nowadays with all the pressure and and the short leashes that you have on managers and and yeah. coaches. But what's free D'Angelo, free D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. I would say success would be relevancy. If they could be relevant again. Yep. And it's, especially in a small market like Minnesota, 
Uh, if you could be relevant again, that would be a, a good measure of success. Yeah. They're talking about you on Sports Center on a on a nightly basis or a couple times a week. Yeah. Uh, Not as a joke either. Yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> not, not top 10 <laughs> yeah uh, let's Check this any other news out there I had written down that Clowney might go to the Browns change it up to, to NFL real quick yeah uh, that that would be huge for the Browns obviously you have the two the one two punch on that line that would be dangerous Luca Garza won uh, John R. Wooden award oh nice yeah. big yeah was that just now, or so, you had it down in your notes? No, I had it down in my notes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Watson, obviously, the lawyers to just update that. This will be like a every week thing because you know it's kind of relevant. Uh, the lawyers, his lawyer wants uh, the names to come out, so we will see some real details. I think. I think we'll have our questions answered in the next couple of weeks when those names come out and people have to put names and faces to what they claim or say. So. We're going to know right away if he's guilty or not when those names and those people come forward. Any quick thoughts on those? On that? Uh, you guys follow Barstool Sports, I'm sure, on, yeah. on IG. Oh, yeah. Uh, One Minute Man. Have you, yeah. seen his, have you seen his rant about Sean Watson and the 22 yeah. girls? Yeah. If you haven't, take a minute. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I was sitting in the bathroom uh, taking care of business, watching that, just laughing. My wife's like, what are you laughing about in there? Do you want to know something weird? This is very odd. The last time I watched One Minute Man video, I was taking a shit, too. That's, that's the only <laughs> time I watched it. Why not? We just connected, man. This is a special it. bond. <laughs> I was like, last time I watched a video was... I think I you both moving. should let One Minute Man know that you had a, a special bond. You know, I'll take, let it know. By the way, my always gripe is, is they're never one minute or longer than that. So I call you say one minute, man. But hey. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I wanted to bring this up because it's bullshit. Uh yesterday it's that bullshit. Braves Phil- <laughs> that Braves Phillies game. Yeah. ML- MLB, oh everybody, everybody that doesn't watch baseball, but they can relate to this on any sport they watch is. We've put VAR and replays into sports to get the call right. And we are still, what, five years? No, eight years into baseball, I think, because it was limited at first. Now we're like about almost a decade into baseball replays, and they're still blowing calls. that. And yeah. that call meant something to the game. It wasn't in the second inning. Yep. That's bullshit. I know. Just and what is bullshit about it is like they have replay for that situation right there. So it doesn't happen. Yes. And then I watched it over and over. I'm like, he didn't touch the base. Like, no, what are you doing? How do you make that call? Man. Yeah, it's bad. I was watching MLB Network today, and Mark DeRosa was like, when does, like, common sense come into play here? Yeah. Like, you can't review this because it's this, and you can't review that because it's that. Even in the Mets series against the Marlins, granted, not sticking up for him, Michael Conforto is just not the type of player to, like, do something like that. Yeah, And whether it was the PR people who gave him this answer to give or not, he just said, hey, the guy wasn't pitching a good inning. He threw a slider high and inside, and I, that's just how I reacted. Like, obviously, you don't want to win a game like that, but that's just how I reacted. On slow-mo, when you slow – I think a big problem is you show the fans these replays and you slow it down. These umpires aren't seeing it like that. Now, yes, when they go to a review, they're seeing it like that. But in real time, he can't tell 
that Conforto, it looks like Conforto leaned in and took it. It 100% does. Yeah. But I think then, oh, he can't, he can review if it hit him, but you can't review if it was a strike or not. So what are we doing here? <laughs> like, I, I get it, game three of 162 for us, but that game is going to matter later in the season. And yeah. you know it is. Just like that's, dude, the NLE is probably the best division in baseball. Sorry, not being biased. Is that the, was that the play at home plate? That we're talking about with the Braves fly? and Phillies? Yeah, on the sack fly. Yeah, that was ninth inning. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that and was bang, bang. <laughs> complete, no, he completely missed the plate. He did not touch the plate at all. Yeah, watch it for it. It's crazy. They have two different oh. angles, and one is a little rough. Like, you could be like, all right, maybe his heel hit it. And then there's one when you watch the first one and then watch when the you can't see anymore. You clearly see it hovers yeah. right over the plate. Um, and that's, They got to uh, fix any- that. 100%. They got to do two things. They got to take away that K-zone shit that they put on the TUE during the games. Yeah. That does ruin that away because it's not accurate. And people, average people watch it that don't Yeah, and that's not how baseball is anyway. I agree. So just take it out, and they have to clean up their reviewing stuff. The yeah. I can't review this because this is – no. You either review everything or, or you, you don't. don't. Yeah. yeah it's I safe agree. to say that baseball is always 10 to 20 years behind every decision they make. Universal yeah. DH should be a thing. This seven innings in a doubleheader, I understood last year with COVID because they didn't know how the season was going to go. Try to yeah. maximize the amount of days you have. But to have – a doubleheader seven innings um, doesn't count as a real game in my eyes. You can't, you know, historically. And then you have yep. the runner on second in the 10th yeah, inning. Yeah, that's dumb. That's the dumbest shit ever. Uh, I don't like it. At least do it in the th- 12th or the 13th inning. Don't yeah. do it in the 10th. Let, let it be a couple innings before Dude, we speed it up and it ends. Everything is controlled by them. And I don't know. I don't think I can get in trouble for this, nor do I care. I knew when I was working – at City Field that we had a doubleheader against the Marlins. And I think either the first or the second game, one of the games was on Fox. They told the Mets that they couldn't start Daisuke Matsuzaka in the televised game because he pitches too slow. That's crazy. <laughs> like that ridiculous. Yeah, because he pitches too slow. So they probably like at, at advised them to consider yeah. possibly thinking about this. And Which they, brings yeah, me that, to why did the Mets play last night? In That's another rain. conversation. Yep. Stroman threw nine pitches. He was mad on And then the game was over and postponed. And he's like, now I have to wait five more days to pitch. Granted, he's not. He threw a bullpen today, said he was good, and he'll we have a doubleheader tomorrow. So two seven inning games, and he'll just throw one of them. Yeah. But it's like, why first why put players in that position in that circumstance and have them get injured or have a guy throw nine pitches and be done? Yeah, baseball's got to figure it out. Yeah. They suck. Manfred. You know who else sucks? Uh-huh. Michael Conforto. He fucking sucks. Get him out of the three hole, which we did. Dom Smith, put him in and get DeGrom some damn runs. Yeah. Sick yeah. of it. Man. I get more run support from him. <laughs> he it's, does everything on his on his own. <laughs> he leads he, the three team three in hits or something? during his own starts. <laughs> Dude, I DeGrom's last start. I put the Mets in my parlay and I knew I'm like the ground's pitching and I knew I'm like, don't do it. They're not going to get him any runs in my head. I still did it. And then like, as we're going on, I'm like, they're not going to score any freaking runs. So I just cashed out. Cause I'm like, 
The Mets, again, is so frustrating. There is not a human that's got to be more frustrated on this planet than Jacob DeGrom. Fort, don't say that. That was was against the Marlins, and I was like, that game is going to have, like, four runs combined, and it was, like, 3-0. I was like, it's dumb. Listen, Ben, you know what what Mets stand for? What? Nate, you 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 know what the Mets stand for? No. My entire team sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot that was a thing back in the day in New York. That's funny. I haven't heard that in years. And Fort, I mean, Ray probably knows. Ben, know, ben knows a little bit, but this is just Fort pissing each other off. Him and I pissing each other off all day. Andy Chavez is the not most is not the most relevant thing that the Mets have had. Okay, we went to the World Series in 2015, and lost, and lost. I don't care. No, we were there. We was, beat the no Cubs even, no and we beat the Dodgers. That, no one remembers yes, that. They remember Matt Harvey blowing it in the World Series. <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember Chavez robbing whoever it was with a homer. That catch was crazy. So that was crazy. In uh, Degrom's seventy-eight starts in his last four seasons. Here we go. The the Mets are thirty-six and forty-two in those games. His teammates hate him more than allegedly Kyrie's teammates hate him. And his victories, he has twenty-five victories with a one eleven ERA. That's he's stupid. Lo- he's lost yeah. twenty games. <laughs> With a 3.80 ERA, and he has 33 no decisions with a 1.76 ERA. Wow! Under TOT two ERA, and you have that many no. That's that's. And the guy gave us a discount. We didn't have to give him 360 like uh, discount. Garrett Cole with no Cy Youngs, but hey, three tickets are grown. Y'all better yeah. be- better win in the next couple of years because that boy is. Hey, gonna... but guess what? He went to a World Series. He did. That was early in his career, right? No yeah. hardware. Yeah. No hardware. No hardware. He's got three uh, Cyons. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's a beast, and he's the oh, best yeah. pitcher. No, there's, there's no there's debate no denying that. So quick shout-outs before we end. Uh, my shout-out, and we'll go around quick. Uh, my shout-out is to WrestleMania weekend. Uh, sure. I had fun enjoying it. Shout-out Bad Bunny. Did his motherfucking thing. I don't know if you guys – you don't have to watch all of it. You don't have to watch the whole match. Just YouTube or go and watch what this man did. He yeah, looked like a dog. He looked like a lucha Mexican. Like he's been doing this for years, bro. It was crazy, and he only trained for three months. Uh, shout out to him. Video. I watched the video. He did dog. good. He put it. He you could tell he put everything into this. It was the best celebrity non-athlete performance I've ever seen in a wrestling ring. Like yeah. I was shocked. Like Dennis Rodman, Rodman back in the day, they just had him do some like clotheslines or whatever. This guy was jumping off top ropes. Yeah, I've seen that know, shit. shit. Like they looked really good. He, uh, like he, he really sold a it. Serious career in the WWE. You know? well, do you think he was yelling Bad Bunny ad libs as he was flying in the air? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> was he like jumping off the top rope, Bad Bunny baby, like, and then just like five star frog splashing people? That was that was amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's why. Any shout outs on you guys? Uh, you guys then? Um, Birthdays. Uh, Apex People. softball game one Monday. Woo! Just got a new. We'll need some today. footage. Hopefully, you guys make sure you uh, you know whoever's I'm, not. Oh, no, I'm live broadcasting our games on our YouTube channel. Yeah. So yeah, do that. Send me good uh, pictures and videos of anything that goes on, so I could have some good material for the gram. Um, anything else, Nate? We Nate, appreciate Nate, did you get you a Mandy on? story yet? I we didn't need some have financial advice. We need something. I did. Yeah, just. I wasn't going to plug the business. Yeah. Financial advisor. If you need financial <laughs> security, give me a call. My shout out 
I'll save you lots of money. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> my shout out was going to be to my favorite NBA center of all time, Shaquille O'Neal, rolling into a jewelry store to get some earrings. I had he, that written down. He too. buys a man's engagement ring for him. Nice. Awesome. Like he's already yeah. top 10 greatest players of all time. Everybody loves him. He's on TNT. He's a huge personality, lives in a 76,000 square foot house like has all the money in the world and he walks into a, a small jewelry store and buys an engagement ring for a guy. Where the hell was he in January? Dude, yeah, no <laughs> kidding, right? So uh, a hell of a guy. I, arguably more popular off the court than he was on the court. I agree. Yeah, he's, uh, awesome. he's awesome. He's awesome. He's, Good a, point. he's a true legend, one of a kind um, person. He's a, a huge investor in, in businesses. I think he owns, I don't know. I, he owns he's on the like, board of Papa He's Papa everywhere, Jones, bro. Think. Yeah. He owns four percent of Google. Yeah, he, he's got a lot. I, didn't know that. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, he's a huge, huge Ellen, investor. Yep, Ellen DeGeneres uh, did an interview with him last summer. I don't watch a lot of Ellen. I just chat. Ellen, I think I was, hey, no Ellen. shame, brother. No shame. No shame. Ellen, I, don't, I think Ellen. I was googling. I, was googling, uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> talked about Spice Girls and the and the NSYNC for about five minutes. So That's you can't true. get any. I think I was I think I was YouTube and Stack highlights or something like this, and this video popped up, and he was talking about. That's how I knew he had seventy six thousand square foot house too. But yeah. uh, he was talking about bad investment decisions, uh, and he he could have got into Starbucks. Oh, I, I did hear this. The CEO of Starbucks came up to him and was like. Hey, I really think you should do it. He's like, man, black people don't drink coffee. I'm not. <laughs> and then it blows up. Well, then he was like watching somebody's kids, or he was at the same hotel as this meeting going down. He's watching these people's kids. This big investor walks out and says, Shaq, you, you have a big name. Everybody loves you. There's this new thing coming out. It's called Google. I think you should invest in it. He throws in some money. He didn't say how much, but now he's like a 4% owner of Google, which is pretty much like half of his net worth. Yeah, uh, it's just his Google investments. Crazy. Uh, he also owns 155 Five Guys restaurants, Jeez. 40 24 hour fitness franchises, 17 Auntie Annie's pretzels. Ooh. What? And He's, that's the legacy money. Car washes. Yeah, that's yeah. legacy money. He's leaving money for, for hundreds of years of his family line. That's awesome. But you know, the uh, his rule for his kids you got to get two degrees if you want any of my cheese. Like they gotta get their fat they gotta get their undergrad and a master you can tell he's a tough dad when it comes to standards yeah. as, a, as an athlete and a, a in general he does set a high bar and i can imagine for his kids they'll he's all mostly be successful because of that that's I awesome he grew up in like a military family yep he did yep in uh newark new jersey too yep nice cool so yeah nate we appreciate you jumping on and congratulations for winning our annual and inaugural uh ncaa challenge bracket that is episode 11, episode 12, next Tuesday. Boys, you got softball. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to us so you know when the episode drops. Apple Podcasts, leave, uh, leave us one star, two stars, five stars, preferably. Whatever it is. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Ellen. Ellen everyone, follow Twitter. everyone follow Vito on Twitter and block him. <laughs> block Vito. Vito! <laughs>